This podcast contains adult language, mature situations, voluptuous tomboy kendo neighbors, todai exam dreams, awkward positions, hilarious antics, and main characters who wear glasses. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 218, Childhood Friends Grow Up in the Most Unusual and Sexy Ways. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vain reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up, and for those of you who join us for the first time, welcome. We're the podcast that tells you about different geek media. It could be a movie, it could be a game, it could be manga, it could be whatever the topic is at hand that is in the title. I'll tell you the pros and cons about it, if it's worth investing your time in, and what are the best parts about it and what's the worst part about it you don't have to agree with anything i say but i've heard i'm a little entertaining and i try to keep a very even-handed review of it i go with it is not as invested as possible there are some series i am biased towards but i try best to look at the best side of everything now you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrkin.com you can email us at spyrkin at gmail.com i am at zan that's x-a-n at spyrkin.com we're on facebook twitter instagram myspace stitcher iTunes and all those other lovely social media sites. And if you want to leave us a note on MySpace or, sorry, iTunes, I would really appreciate it. It's kind of like putting a tip in the jar. Makes you feel a little bit more happy and it kind of gives me motivation to do more episodes. Now, I'd like to apologize. I know this episode is a little late. This is the second time I've recorded this episode and things happened. Right before Oticon, the day beforehand when I was about to release this episode, the laptop that I use for panels and occasionally to do podcast recordings died on me. It sucks. It was a donation from Jamie. Thank you for donating for us. It lasts us a very long time. I've had to completely reconfigure the computer. I was able to get it to work on safe mode. I'm trying to download all the panel stuff back onto my desktop so I can get it to work a little better. But unfortunately, because I had to back up from an earlier time... That podcast was lost forever, so I am retreading some old material. I do apologize. I know it's a little late, but Otakon took precedence because this happened the day before Otakon. I had to rebuild two panels in 24 hours. I did it. It was amazing. Otakon was a very fun time. I will go over all of it in the con report, which I'm going to be releasing hopefully next week. 
should be done. I just have to get some final information beforehand, like who attended and some other results from some other people I know who went to the convention because we had a good time, but there were some issues. I'll talk about it then. The panels were great, though. I was so happy for the people who showed up at the horror panel and for the Ranma panel. There was someone dressed up as Ranma. I was so happy, so ecstatic. But I digress. So, if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 217, I spun that one, that only the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Nikoguchi. Back in 2015, it's still coming out. It is a Shogakugan release, and there's eight volumes of it, and it's actually one I found out about at the Kyoto Manga Museum, which, if you have not gone, it is amazing. It is mecca for a guy like me who loves manga. It was just beautiful. On my Japan report, I talked about it for 25 minutes. I love this place, but I'm getting a bit off topic with that, so let's actually get to the manga itself. What I'm talking about is Amano Megumi wa Suki Darake, or if you translate it, it is Amano Megumi is full of openings. They're like, wait, what the hell does that mean? When you hear the context, it'll make sense. The manga is about Shido Manabo. He is this student at a very prestigious high school, which surprisingly was not his first choice. He wanted to go to a different school, but he ends up in this school. And he is in year one, class one, the elite track. Now, for those of you who don't know, in Japan, different high schools have different tracks based on what you want to do with your life. There's the standard track, which is just you're trying to get a job eventually. There's sports tracks where, okay, they're going to forgive the fact that you're a moron, but as long as you do good in sports, they're going to keep you there. And then there's the elite track, which Manabo's in, and he is trying to get into Tokyo University. His reasons are... Like most manga, he there's a girl he likes. He thinks she's going to go to Todai, so he's going to follow her. That's his goal. And he's constantly studying. He's never trying to lose sight of this goal, and he's going to make it eventually. He hopes, he prays he's going to do it, and he studies hard. There's one small problem, and that is Amano Megumi. She is his neighbor and old childhood friend who goes to the same school as him she's in year one class 10 she's in the sports track because she is a kendo not prodigy but she is very good at kendo she's very athletic she's the complete reverse of him she she is very athletic and not super bright well she's not bright at all she like she gets a 30 on her exam she's just very bad she loves eating food and she loves slacking off but she really, really likes bothering Machan, Manubo, because they're friends. Because she pumps into him and she's like, oh my gosh, Machan, let's do this. Let's go out. Let's do this. And she just gets him to forget what he's doing because she gets in some weird terrain and gets caught up into it. So he's trying to study. She shows up and then he forgets because he meets her. Because the other thing is, when he knew her as a little girl, she was a tomboy. She looked like a boy. She was flat. She was very boy-like. And as she's grown up, she has now become very voluptuous. And he can't help noticing the fact that she's really dumb at things. And her friends have to make sure to remind her, Hey, remember, you should lower your skirt a little bit. Your panties are showing. Or, hey, don't wear that tight shirt. Your shirt's going to explode. And around him, she's 
doesn't care and hilarity ensues and he's kind of like oh my god there's so many openings because the openings are when he sees risque poses or when he sees stripes underneath her skirt or words and him imagining it's the same gag over and over and over again every chapter is the same gag over and over and over again sometimes it's two chapters but it's he's trying to study or move forward and she drags him into it and I should actually hate this manga. I really should. But I find it endearing because uh, Amano is a nice girl. She really does like Manabu, but Manabu's too stupid to realize it. And she is trying to do her best. And there are some other side characters, including her kendo coach, who is this really ugly-looking person. At first I thought it was a woman, but then it turns out it's a man. And this coach is constantly berating and hitting Amano, like, it's like, oh, straighten up. Oh, don't eat that food. And it's almost like that teacher is being kind of abusive because he likes her. They don't really get into it. They keep it kind of like as a joke, but it is a little sinister on why he's focusing so much on her because she's the most developed of all the people in the Tendo Club. Kendo Club, sorry. So in the Ranma head mode. Meanwhile, Manabo, he's trying to get into school and constantly things happen like. He teaches her to study because she wants to pass a class to get higher up in the class. And then it turns out that she gets 20 points, but he loses 20 points. Funny laugh, haha. You have his... It's not his niece, it's his cousin who's 8 years old who's in love with him. But she sees Amano as his uh, girlfriend and that's her rival. And she's like, I'll, get, I'll become as cute and big as she is someday. I'll be bouncy like her. And then one point... Amano ends up giving her a bath, and then she's like, I understand why you like her, in such a very perverse and dumb way. It goes back and forth between the two. It's It goes, oh, they like each other, oh, they don't like each other. It takes two volumes before you realize that, no, it's not that she's friend-zoning him. She actually does care about him, and she does like him. She just can't identify and say what she says. It takes two volumes to realize that, because at first you're like wondering, it, does she just seem as a friend and she's just really stupid? He's like, no, she likes him, she's just really stupid. And she doesn't know what to do. And it's... That's it, really. That's all I can really say about the plot. The characters themselves, it's very intriguing what Neko Gucci did with them. Because he has that Manabo is the studious one, and he his family owns a f- restaurant. He's constantly working in the restaurant when he wants to study, and he doesn't like he doesn't like being in a restaurant. He loves studying. Meanwhile, let's say it's Megumi or Amano Chan. She lives at a bookstore, but she hates studying and she loves food. And they even remark on that the fact that the foodie lives at the bookstore, the book nerd lives at the food store. So it. They do twist on that. It's a nice touch on it. It does get a little repetitious, though, because it is the same joke over and over and over and over and over and over again. And you could see Megumi dressed in certain ways for a bit and is sexy. It is cute, and I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that Negoguchi does doujinshi. And if I look online, I probably could find it if I was looking for it, but I'm not going to. But seeing it over and over again does get repetitious and it does there is no end in sight this is going to go on forever i mean by volume eight they're finally in year two like they're like about a third of the way through year two it's like homecoming so it's like a month in 
So it's not that far. It took a while. Like there was three volumes of them just in summer, Somerset. You know, they're set in the summer and they're going through all the summer school and all that. And then they're in the winter clothes finally, all the way at the end of the eighth volume. So this is going to be a long ride if he keeps going. And honestly, it's okay. Like, I do like Amano Megumi. If they did make a TV series, I would watch it. However, it's not the best in the world. If you are not a fan of etchy humor or romance and or slice of life, you're not going to like this. This is not for a typical Jose fan. This is not for a shoujo fan. This is specifically for shoujo fans or shonen fans. It's totally just wish fulfillment because she's the type of girl that most guys would want to have. And... There are some redeeming factors for Manabo. There are. He is someone who is good at cooking. He's great at medical stuff because he's taking care of her. He does care about her. He does have a good heart. But his single-mindedness, that's his trait, is that he's single-minded to go to school to meet this girl that may or may not like him. Meanwhile, there's this girl who's literally, you could see she's in love with him, and he's he picks up on it, but he doesn't pick up on it. And... I don't know. I just... I don't know. I would like to give it an amazing rating, say it's the best thing ever, but let's be honest, it's not the best thing ever. It's... It's okay. For that reason, I'm going to have to give this... Even though Amano Megumi is totally memorable and she is someone who looks amazing, she's drawn so sexily... The manga itself, Amane Megume wa Suki Darake, is a gift from Crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay, but forgettable. It's really gauging, and I do like it. It's a guilty pleasure. I'm going to say it's a guilty pleasure. But for the majority of anime manga fans, you could forget about this once it's done. You're not even going to think about this. You're not going to want to see what happens at the end. You could take or leave, read two volumes, and you're done. I personally... I'm not going to pursue this once I'm done with it. I have the two volumes. They're really good. And I could read those, but I don't see it going any further. I really don't. If you disagree with me, you can tell me. Uh, email me at sparkin.gmail.com or zansparkin.com. This actually was rated as one of the best mangas of last year, which I'm really surprised at. I would really give this a, you know, it's a high gift from your crazy Aunt Mural. It's like if we're doing number grade, it would be a seven. It's good. It's just not super good. You know what I mean? Anyway. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can email us at sparkin at gmail.com. I am at zansparkin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all those other lovely websites. And the random question for the day for this episode is going to be, did you have a neighborhood childhood friend who you had a crush on? If you did, email me let me know tell me the story about it was. Because that's the other thing. That's the other reason why it does lose points. Because this manga is that trope. It is the neighborhood friend that they grew up together and they are going to end up together. But it's not about a promise, which I'm happy about. It's not the, oh, they promised to be together forever. No, it's they're just neighborhood friends. And they've known each other for years. And their families pretty much are sure they're going to hook up. But I digress. So... With that in mind, let's get to that part you all waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The 
manga accepts no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And each slot has a different manga connect to it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin that one that only the Wheel of Manga and whenever number it lands, and that's reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 219. And we got some great titles this year. We got some great ones, and surprisingly, a lot of them are all from Yen Press. So I'm a little excited about that. So let's spin to reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Number one, surprisingly. Wow. So in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 219, we're going to be reviewing a manga about tattoos and magical powers. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that shonen series, Taboo Tattoo. Pretty excited. I remember watching the series. It was entertaining. I'll read the manga, see if it's just as good. Uh, you can, like I said, let me know what you think. I'll check you guys out next time. We have a couple of new movie reviews coming out, and we have the con review coming out next week. Thank you guys for listening. This is your Ozan saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, what's up? And I am Gonsville. Catch you guys next time.
next door. I'm talking about the girl next door.